that'll help. Okay. <laughs> so really how I'm gonna shift over here. I always, I get this like stream right I, here. I, and it I see it. Me <laughs> so much. Okay. <laughs> so the way I wanna get this started is I really just wanna talk about you. I wanna hear about you. I wanna know about your journey. Um, some high ticket questions that I have, I'll just kind of jump off um, is, you know, how did you get started? What was the hardest part about getting started? You know, did you ever quit? You know, what made you come back? Like, so I, obviously I looked at your LinkedIn and I didn't, I didn't just go and type freelancer and then just start messaging everybody, right? I really went through, I wanted to see, you know, what kind of freelance work people are doing? How are they presenting themselves? And like, how seriously do they actually take freelancing before I reached out? And so for you, I was just like, I mean, you're everywhere. You've been doing this. Like, this is like yeah. life, you yeah. know? And so I, I love it. And I want to hear about that journey of yours. Okay. Um, so full-time freelancing I have done since uh, 2020. So just now two years. Um, before that, I did do it a year and a half on the side, though, as I worked a full-time job. Um, I had originally gone to college for social work and criminal justice and the best job I could get around here, um, pay and benefit wise was part-time on call. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's hard to pay bills with that, with a very, you know, 20 hours one week and then 40 hours the next week. And you never know what it's going to be like. And you never know what your work schedule is going to be like. So I got into freelancing on the side give me some more income, but, you know, it was more congested on a project by project basis instead of you must be at this place from these times three days a week. Right. Since I could not commit to that um, with my main job and I really loved it. I just, because um, the digital marketing to me, it felt like the perfect combination of creative and analytical. Mm -hmm. And um, I continued doing that on the side. Um, I went to grad school for social work, decided that wasn't for me, <laughs> um, and really felt like in, two years ago, it was a tipping point. And it was, you know, do I, where do I go from here? I had kind of become disheartened with the social work field because there's a lot of systemic issues going on in mm -hmm. this area that were really barriers to helping provide clients with the best resources and options possible. And so I decided it was, it was time to leave that. And I spent a month beforehand working about 80 hours a week between freelancing and the, the regular daytime job that I had to make sure I had enough client work right. to in my income and then I just jumped off <laughs> That's crazy and well you did it in a you jumped off in such a analytical way you're you know you had to make you're like look I still got to survive like I really want to do this this is where I'm going but I need to make sure we're kind of set up you yep. know and my freelance story is a little bit different I was just like let's go let's just figure this out or whatnot and trust me I, I you know I struggled and I you know I, I did struggle for a long time because I didn't have anything to do you know first right. day first day you wake up I'm a freelancer I'm I've got nothing to do yep. <laughs> so 
so you had that turning point, right? And so at some point you had to have a conversation with yourself and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here. If you had to point to one thing, what was just like that, that push button, like, this is it, this is why? Um, feeling fulfilled in what I was doing job-wise. All right. Um, like digital marketing, the stuff I was doing for clients, it kind of filled both sides of my brain. And it, I, as much as I loved my social work clients and the clients I was managing, um, it felt like a wheel like the mouse on the wheel in the cage mm-hmm. and never, never being able to get off of that. And when you see good people not being able to win consistently for years yeah, because of circumstances out of their control, it was like, I can feel fulfilled and I can, I don't have to be so frustrated and sad for these folks because of their situation and I can't do anything supportive to them, which, you know, is great. But after a point, it's not what they need. So, (laughs) so, so then you did start it, right? So, you know, you, obviously you want to help people. That's obvious. You know what I'm saying? Your career choice kind of makes that plan simple. So you get started, you make the jump, you had your purpose. What was the hardest part? So once you like, I'm fully freelancing, what was that hardest part? Because it seemed like you already had the clients, which is a lot of people's hardest part was is getting clients. What's that hardest part for you? When I jumped off her right now. <laughs> well, when you like that first, like, you know, first within the first three months of full-time freelancing. Oh, um, schedule. Schedule more of an operational basis because out of that point, I had always worked I worked full-time through my undergrad as well. Mm-hmm. And I got so used to being on such a schedule and everything was essentially laid out for me. And I think that was a pretty big shock to be like, oh, I, I'm i the one in charge. Of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. No, but that's, that's super real. I was talking to a freelancer, um, or I guess he's a business owner now. He kind of elevated himself a little bit. Um, and he's down in favor. I was talking to him yesterday and he kind of mentioned the same thing. He was like, man, I have all this freedom that I was looking for. You know, I really didn't want to be in that cog, that wheel anymore. And I wanted to kind of go see if I can, you know, be my own person and live the, that free life I want to. And I'll wake up and, you know, Monday is a really strong day. And I like, I'm hammering, I'm hammering. And on Tuesday, I'm like, I really want to do this work, but for some reason I can't sit down and get it done. And it's because like you missed out. I mean, we, you know, you did work and you had that schedule for so long. It's to a point, you know, that, that second day, he was just like, it's so hard not having somebody almost to be accountable to, you know, you don't really, I don't, you don't want a boss. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Nobody in this freelance gig wants a boss, you know, but something holding you, you know, accountable to keeping that schedule and I was able to give him a few little tips and tricks that I worked on or whatnot obviously you've got your stuff down I don't have to give you those tricks um but do you have any so how did you you know so you had that that realization of hey this I need to get my life in order yes what did you do it was more of a process because also um I am chronically ill and so what that looks like on a day-to-day basis changes all right and I didn't fully 
realize how much that impacted work because I had done jobs that, you know, they didn't always necessarily require a hundred percent from me all the time mm-hmm. during working hours. And so it was a, it's still a bit of a balancing act because it's like, you know, okay, client work's got to be done. I still yeah. have to do these other operational things for my business, but you know, had I still like, I've got to rest and I've, I've, you know, or I have doctor's appointments or things like that. And so I think um, it just, a schedule really helped. I kind of live and die by my planner (laughs) (laughs) Um, and just trying to be, and I separate it into like, these are must do's and the, I have, these are things that are must do. I have things that if I want to stay on top of things, if I want to stay current with things, I need to get those items done. And then these are then low priority things and having that list of must do and, you know, to stay current and then low priority has really helped me shift. And then when I have days that I am not feeling well, I can go, okay, what's got to get done today. And so I, I was, I would set it what I needed to do. And I was just overwhelmed because when you don't, when you don't prioritize things and it's like, everything's high priority. Everything's <laughs> got to be done. then at that point, you know, that reminds me, I was reading a book. It's called Eat That Frog. And Eat That Frog is basically, you know, I think it's got to be maybe 50 pages, maybe. But the premise of it is to get all of your tasks in order, you know, figure out all the tasks you want to do, whether it's personal, business, whatever, and then organize those bad boys by A, B, C, D, and E. A, B, and that, which you define as the must-dos. Like, if I don't get this done, the business fails, I'm poor, you know, I got to live in a cardboard box. It has to be done, you know? And so I really, I really like how you realize and had that self, that inner, you know, knowledge and work that, hey, I do need to take this time. I do need time for myself. I've got to schedule it in, but I have to take care of my clients. And so I need to do that. Like, you, you, you got it. <laughs> you worked that out, obviously, because now look, so, so now you've been doing it full-time two years, you know, you've got that experience. What's it like now? You know, if you think back on it at all those, you know, first time struggles and now you're kind of killing it, what's, what's it like? It's a breath of fresh air in a yeah. way. Cause it's like, I, I, I figured this out to some extent. Yeah. Like I pat on the back, like I I got this, and now it's more or less looking at the next level. Going, where do I go from here? Like I still love this, but you know, um, looking at actually, I've been looking at possibly hiring a subcontractor, take some of my load off, be able to really help me gain and take things to the next level and gain. some more higher ticket clients um so then my work my day isn't totally bogged down by the nitty-gritty yeah (laughs) now you want now you want that life now you want the life that you work so hard to get yeah Yeah. no I mean I think that's a great idea I think it's I think thinking what's next is is a responsibility of every founder and freelancer to consistently kind of continue to grow. And I think a lot of first time freelancers or people who are just thinking about it, they really don't understand the gravity of like, you're going to be here, yep. but you're going to have to keep moving or that all that money just disappears, you know? So I really like, you got that motivation. You got a grind about you. Like you, you speak that freelancer life, like you lived it. And I, I love it. 
last year I became officially an LLC on taxes. Mm -hmm. I tried to fix, like get all of the operational things more in line because taxes read me alive as I'm sure you understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of people are asking about um, when did, so when did you realize you needed to start doing taxes? Cause I get a lot of people asking like, Hey, do you have any, you know, tax resources? How do I, you know, get this throughout? And a lot of first timers, I'm like, look, no, you just start now. You really haven't made that much money. It's yeah. good that you're thinking about it. But at this point, it's almost better to, you know, just wait another six months, see how much much you made and see if it's even worth it or whatnot. But a lot of people who are, you know, they year one, one and a half getting on two, they're like, yeah, no, I need to pay these taxes. Well, I'm going to jail or whatnot. So where did you like, did you have somebody tell you like, hey, you probably should look into this or how did you get with that? I got a $6,000 bill, tax bill from the IRS. So. <laughs> oh my, they will like, want their money, but 6K. Yeah, so wow. that. I mean, you earned though. You must have earned pretty good to get to have to pay that. I, I was, I did pretty, I pre did pretty decent. Um, I had replaced what I was making doing freelancing on the side and, um, working a normal job so <laughs> so you realize you had to split those things up you know, i gotta split those bad boys apart so um, it was, that was my tax bill for my first year of freelancing i was i was so blessed and felt so accomplished that i was able to replace the entirety of that income but then taxes were like yeah and you forgot about us uh, <laughs> <laughs> never again i swear never again <laughs> So I sat down with um, the lady that did my taxes and I was like, what do you recommend? Where, where do I go from here to not have to pay this again? again yeah. And, and so, so she's like, you know, I really think you should file uh, as an S Corp. And so got all of that official. And so that, that was really what I felt was like, I made it as a freelancer when I got the- When the, you were able to transition. License. <laughs> that now. The made it moment. I know, I know and to some people that probably sounds silly because really it's just a piece of paper, but the fact that oh. I- I had worked hard enough that it needed to go to that level of being constituted as a business. That was like, I, I nah, didn't. That's, that's <laughs> worth celebrating. That's at least worth a dinner, you know, going to hop out with you. When I turned this into, so I, we, uh, we're a C-Corp. So when I incorporated this, I look, I celebrated that win. Once, as soon as it, you know, I got the, uh, the mail in, they sent me a little thing. I was like, I'm done for the day. I'm winning. I'm winning today. Oh no, you guys can't bring me down today. So that's a huge win. And I think that actually is a really good market, you know, market you know, kind of stop right there where you're like, if people are trying to set a goal, like how, how do I know that I've made it as a freelancer? Yeah. The answer is when you have to start, you know, paying tax, you got, when you got to become a real entity, that's when you know you really made it. I think that, I think that would make a lot of sense to a lot of people you know instead of putting a money goal on it it's a boom 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 mm -hmm. so i see that you're uh are those your trophies back there um some of them are <laughs> yeah so you come from a family of winners huh <laughs> uh, it's um it's a hodgepodge of some things from um my spouse and i had 
both gotten like the child, you know, when your mom gives you, okay, you're an adult now, you got your own place, you got your yeah. own house. Um, here's some stuff from, here's this big old box when you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out of my house. Thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys oh. parents are so nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite else sure where to put them or what to do with them at the moment. So they're just Did, no. I think they should stay right there. I mean, set a set a scene of excellence for every <laughs> Zoom call. So people are like, oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta get better. She over here winning things. I need to, yeah, no, set that scene of excellence. See, I got blank. Mine's just empty, naked. Yeah. You know, I didn't win nothing yet. <laughs> um so let's continue on with, with your present, right? So you're you know I would qualify this as, you know, you're successful, you've hit a milestone, you continue to grow, you're trying to figure out what's next. What advice would you give someone who's starting somewhere between zero and six months? Keep going. It feels like you're getting nowhere for, and it can easily feel like you're going nowhere and you're spinning your wheels, but just keep going. If you're passionate about it, just keep rolling because it is, you'll get there and you realize that you've achieved more than you thought you did. <laughs> That's insane. I know. I believe that. I think I feel like I gave that advice when somebody asked me as well on a, on somebody else's customer discovery kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, keep going. If you love it, it's, it's, it, there's something about doing what you love that doesn't sound real in, in the younger twenties. You know, but, and so like you, you know, you see your parents, they wake up and they go grind and they have to, and dot, 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 and they call it work. They call it a job, you know, a career or whatever. For me personally, when I woke up this morning, I didn't feel like I, I had a job. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm, I feel like I'm meant to be here to be trying to figure out how to protect the future of freelance every single day. And so I, I wake up, I'm happy, I'm calm. I don't stress about work bad days seem a little less bad you know what I'm saying uh can you do you resonate with that I do yeah and even it's, you know grinding for deadlines to get stuff out it's still it's mm -hmm. oh, okay it's, it's, a, it's a it's a who said it he said I, I heard this on a podcast he's like I will go 100% for the poison that I choose yes and, and I was like yeah yeah, definitely. I'll sit on this subtack. I'll drink this poison, whatever, because I'm choosing it and I love it. So, and I love because now I can I can make my schedule to volunteer for organizations that I saw were doing good in the community. So still get to like be a part of good things happening to help others in the community and still do what I like and do something that is fulfilling and beneficial to me so to me it's really it's achieved been able to achieve the best of both <laughs> I love that, that fulfillment I think that's the second or third time you said that and I love that so if you if you uh if you could oh did I just run out of paper <laughs> if you could have had any tool or resource or whatever in the beginning or the middle or even right now what would, you know, that tool be, you know, or help guidance or whatever? Guidance early on would be, um, uh, would be stop being such a people pleaser, um, because there's, um, there are definitely some folks that will make sure they pay you the cheapest possible rate and undervalue your work in this freelancing world if you let them. Mm. So definitely resources in the start. 
just some guidance, someone, some, someone that had walked the road before, or, you know, is some type of entrepreneurial background to be like, hey, this is, you've got to stand firm. You have to know your worth. Yeah. That was my biggest obstacle, um, really in the beginning. And now it's just anything to help take that step to the next level so whether that's um you know tools for maintaining kind of operational things like the office stuff um to yeah just so now you've elevated yourself to now where your problem is hey look i i want to do my now i want to do all my freelancing stuff i need someone to help me take the back office off yes back office Because, I mean, I get, I get caught up and I, I'll forget to, in, I've forgotten to invoice clients. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> and just, just things like that, that it's like, I don't know, you, you, you get, you get rolling and you start focusing on other things of the business, mm-hmm. what's going on. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, I need to do this to keep things rolling or I need to, you know, go go to office depot and get all the, like get some of the stuff taken care of. We get this printed off and get this shipped out. So, you know, it just, the, the more the back end um, things. <laughs> so, and so this is kind of unsolicited advice uh, that I tend to give too much. Uh, there are, so there are a lot of, you know, products and, and companies that are obviously probably already, you know, advertising to you to help you out with that back end stuff, especially if you've already Googled it. The route that I have been, so there's an esthetician in Bentonville, um, uh, and she was, I mean, her client base just grew. It almost seemed overnight. It just kind of grew, and she got really, really busy, and she's like, I want to keep up my social. I obviously, I still need to see clients, and I want to do other things, and I was like, you should go get a virtual assistant. Like, so the, the, this growth of virtual assistants out there, it, I mean, it just wildly took off in 2021, and it's obviously still growing now as a freelance trade. So for you, I would give that thing before I went into digital marketing. Yeah, I think I actually saw that. Yeah, virtual assistant and customer service. Yeah, I think that's that's your route right there. It keeps that kind of low, and it it's a great kind of testing bed to see like, okay, so I pass this off. How do I feel about it? Like, yes. am I actually able to let this go? Because what a lot what some entrepreneurs will do is they'll do that delegate, and they'll turn they'll turn that into micromanage. And then you're in turn, like you should have just kept it because you're still spending the same time, but now you're frustrated at somebody else instead right. of yourself. So I think that that would be a good, you know, maybe a good place to start. Yeah. Kind of looking at this one, you know, tidbit of advice. Um, yeah. Things like I have um, one of the nonprofits I actually do public relations for around here, the yeah. American for suicide prevention like I have the whole calendar list of of dates you know meetings I'm supposed to be at mm-hmm. events and it's like I just have that screenshot floating in my phone and like I needed it like you know tasks that seem I know take no time like I just need them in my google calendar yeah want to get that done I, I don't want to it gets pushed off and pushed off and pushed off because it's like you yeah. know because putting the task in the thing is such a small task that you're able to push it off. And then the task, yeah, you know, I gotcha. That's cyclical. 
You got to get some help. You get some help. Get some help. Yep. That, should be your, that should be your April goal. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to do now, my mouse working, is first off, I want to say, sorry about the seven brew. They don't have mobile coupons. I thought that was insane. I was like, what are you doing? Like, they're like, we'll ship it to you for the coffee it was a wonderful way to start the day you know what i do try i read a you might appreciate this i read a um an article on medium.com and he was like the best way to start customer discovery and he was like in the subject line can i take you to lunch and i was like that's yeah i get and he started writing about it he was like and it's very like short he's like hey i saw this i think i can do this for you can i take you to lunch boom and it's just a virtual lunch i was like that's smart, but expensive, dude. Let's yeah. go with coffee. <laughs> People drink coffee all day. 